It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on with your beautiful self? Welcome to the podcast today. I am so excited, so pumped that you're here hanging out. This is the Having It All podcast, and my name is Matthew Bivens, and I got some fun stuff for you today. This is like a, a very, this is going to be a very jam-packed episode from the intro to the, to the episode itself. I just got a lot of stuff that I want to share. I feel like I'm... I'm kind of jumpy with energy over here, and uh, it's just going to pour out. I'm going to pour it out all over you. Yes. (laughs) All right. So today's conversation is super cool because um, the topics are inspired by you. You sent me some ideas weeks ago, and I started putting them together into episodes. And last week, I did an episode that was all about your ideas related to self. If you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. Um, it was pretty cool. I addressed three different listener emails, and they were all they all had to do with self, uh, like authenticity and things like that. Today's episode is all about others. So the three emails or three messages that I'm going to address today have to do with other people, other people that are are uh, bringing some toxic energy into your life, and other people that you want to build a life with. So I hit both ends of the spectrum on today's episode, and it's really cool. I got some, some oh, I got some great stuff that I'm, I'm going to be sharing, and uh, I'm excited. All right. To kick things off, like we always do, let's talk about some magic, because magic is the reason why we are here. This is why we're playing to have it all, so that we can have these magical moments. We can experience them all day long, every day. And magic is when you influence self, others in life in an empowering way. Because you know what? You influence self, others in life all the time, but it's not always empowering. For example, if you're hanging out in the back of your building smoking a cigarette on a lunch break and another person walks up and says, oh man, a cigarette would be really nice right now. Well, you just influenced that person, but it wasn't necessarily in an empowering or a healthy way. So with magic, we take a moment to recognize the empowering ways that we influence ourselves the empowering ways we influence other people, and the empowering ways that we influence life itself. So I'm going to be sharing a piece of magic, and then when I'm complete, I want you to pause the episode, 
whether you're in the car, at the gym, you know, doing dishes, whatever you're doing, pause the episode and just take a moment. Just take 30 seconds, 30 seconds of your day today to think of one magical moment. One moment, because that one moment can remind you that you are a freaking powerful person in case you forgot. And that's cool. If you forgot, it's all right, because you got me here to remind you. And if I have to do this 10,000 times to remind you how powerful you are, I will, because it's so worth it, because everything can unlock for you when you recognize how freaking powerful you are. So my magic, this is life magic right now. This is life magic I'm going to share, and uh, it's Tuesday right now, and I have this little um, affirmation calendar that it's from from Louise Hay, and she has these really awesome affirmation calendars that her company now puts out. Louise Hay passed away last year, I believe, and so her company um, continues to create these awesome affirmation calendars. Every day you tear off a new affirmation. So yesterday's affirmation, Monday, it was all about money. Um, it had to do with like money is going to show up in, in expected and unexpected ways. So every morning I read the affirmation and I read yesterday's about money and I kind of logged it in my brain like, all right, I'm going to tune my frequency to spot money showing up in unexpected ways today. Because expected ways is like, you know, uh, somebody purchases the blueprint course. Oh, bam, money hit my bank account. Or uh, a, a podcast sponsor sends a, a check and it's, it's in my mailbox. Like that's in expected money. But unexpected money I was going to be really open to that. So going about my day yesterday, and one of the tasks on my list was to purchase my tickets. Uh, Sarah, Maya, and I are going to Europe this summer. So we were going to purchase our tickets to London. And I had the phone number of a travel agent that my mom had used, and she recommended I give him a call. So I was like, all right, let me do this. I gave him a call. And long story short, after talking to him and he did his thing, he ended up saving me $1,600 on our three round-trip tickets to London. $1,600. And when he sent that email back and he showed me the prices, I was like, you know what? That right there is money coming in unexpected ways. You know, Because I was going to spend that money. like I was prepared to put that money into plane tickets. But now it's just like I got $1,600 just you know, back in my pocket. And so now that money is going to go towards food for the whole trip. It's going to go towards any, you know, activities that we do. You know, that's, that's, that's money. That's like generated money right there. So that to me was total life magic, really tuning in and really being perceptive to see how money shows up in unexpected ways. And, uh, Quick shout out, I'm coming to London in July. Sarah, Maya, and I are going to London for a few days in July. So if you're there and you want to meet up, if you want to show us around, you want to go grab some tea, let me know. Let's make it happen. I would love to connect over there in London. So DM me. Hit me up on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. Okay, tangent aside. Uh, now pause the episode and reflect on your magic. All right? Think of at least one piece of magic. It could be magic that you influence yourself to do, like, you know, read an empowering book this morning before work, or maybe it's magic that you influence others to do. Maybe somebody has seen you doing yoga and now they're going to go to their first yoga class, or maybe it's magic around life. Maybe money showed up like it did with me in ways that you weren't expecting. So take a moment, pause the episode, think about your magic, 
and then we'll hop over to some listener love. Because I got a lot of love to give. You all give me so much love. Like, my phone, I have this really cool relationship with my phone now. It used to annoy me just, you know, having this device that people could access me, you know, through text messages and phone calls and all this stuff. But now my phone is like, is like a, a, it's like a, a love it's like a Pez dispenser of love. <laughs> Whenever I open my phone and go into Instagram, I just see love coming from you because you hit me up in the in the DMs and you just you know talk about the podcast or talk about something and just send me love. It's so freaking cool. So I want to send that love back onto you. And today, the listener love, my shout out goes out to Tyler on Instagram. So Tyler, I appreciate you connecting with me, man, and sharing how the podcast has inspired you. Actually, Tyler, what you wrote was so cool. I just want to read the first part because it's one of those things that like makes me want to screenshot it and just post it on my wall. So I'm going into my messages right now. Um, I'm just going to read the first thing that you wrote, man. You said, been listening to your podcast for about a year now, and I just wanted you to know that you have completely transformed my life. Like, wow seeing something like that is it's not not there's not a lot of words and so Tyler my man I I truly appreciate you sharing that with me that is such an, an incredible thing to read and an incredible deposit and um we got into a nice little conversation Tyler you and I uh around you know your your message and what you what you went on to write and I just want to say that it's it's pretty powerful that you're able to receive feedback because it gave you a little bit of feedback on what you wrote to me. And you know what? It's, this one goes out to everybody now because if you cannot receive healthy feedback, then you'll never grow. You'll never grow. You'll never get to where you want to be if you are unable to receive feedback because feedback is what helps you get there. It helps you see your blind spots. It helps you course correct helps you elevate your game. Feedback is such a freaking necessary element for you to be able to have it all, for you to be able to step into your own greatness, for you to be able to heal. So Tyler, I appreciate your message so much and I really appreciate your example of just being open to feedback, man. It was awesome. Um, So thanks again, Tyler. And if you want to reach out and connect with me on Instagram like Tyler did, you can hit me up, Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. You can also email me, mattcbivens at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you. I would love for you to send me feedback. Send me feedback. And you know what? Send me feedback and tell me something that I can improve. Literally, I want you to tell me something based on what you know about the show, based on what you've seen or heard me talk about. Just give me some area that I can improve in because I'm, I'm so committed to feedback, everybody. I'll tell you this. This is actually another piece of magic. Um, I've been going through this this uh, business course and really stepping up my, my business game. And one of the things that I, I asked me to do was send out an email to people and ask them for feedback on myself. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And I sent it out to 10 of my closest like inner, inner circle people, core people. And I received the feedback. And the feedback, some of it I liked, right? Some of it was like, your skills are this and your strengths are that. But then some of it was about weaknesses and areas where they can't count on me. And you know what? It was very hard to, to read some of it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection. Ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. And the parts that were the hardest to read were the parts that I agreed with. Yeah. And that's the kicker right there because I got maybe 25 pieces of feedback about my weaknesses, areas of my improvement. And there's only about four or five I remember. And it's because those four or five I remember, they aligned with some inner voices that I've had, inner conversation I've had about myself. But you know what? I will constantly be seeking out feedback, especially from people who know me well, who are close to me. Because that's how you grow. Receiving and surrendering to healthy feedback. That's how you transform. It's one of the ingredients. So if you aren't transforming in your life, if you aren't growing, if you keep on experiencing the same crappy thing over and over and over, then you're probably ignoring feedback. You probably aren't seeking out feedback in that area. So that's something for you to think about. I told you this episode was going to be jam-packed. We haven't even gotten to the meat yet, and there's already been some stuff that you can put in your back pocket and remember. Like, if you aren't growing, if you aren't healing, if some sort of trauma continues to just walk with you all through life, if some sort of thing keeps, you feel like it keeps holding you back, then why are you ignoring the feedback? Or where are you not seeking out feedback? You know what I mean? That's how you grow. That's how you grow. So that's the second tangent of today. (laughs) I'm sure there's going to be more. Um, Before we do jump into the episode, I just want to let everybody know that I got some more coaching spots that have opened up. I got two coaching spots that have opened. And, you know, my coaching is, it's, it's awesome. I will toot my own horn right now because it's 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 incredible the process that I walk people through and the journey that we go on because of the journey that I've gone on. That's it. That's it. And everything I do with my clients and in the course, the blueprint course, it's all the stuff that I've done for myself, on myself. And so the type of work I do really, I help you go from what I call IOU syndrome, imbalanced, overstressed, uninspired, to truly living an abundant loving life. Yeah. And so the types of people who are, you know, I work with, they're folks that in some areas of their life, you know, they're lacking confidence or maybe you're unsure of your purpose. I get that so often. I don't know what my purpose is. I'm searching for it, you know, or you feel imbalanced. You feel like you pour yourself into your work, into your career, into money, but those other areas of your life are totally out of balance or you're just frustrated with relationships. Yeah. With your spouse. Maybe it's ice cold in the bedroom. Yeah. That happens. Happens a lot. Or maybe you just attract the same sort of crappy person over and over and over and you're sitting there wondering why, you know? And the reason why the work that I do is able to address so many different things is because this work is, it cuts right to the core. It's, it, it addresses your foundation. That's what it is. It goes right to the foundation. And I help you build 
an incredibly strong foundation for yourself first, for yourself, so that you can go and build something awesome on top of it. It's like building a house. You know, you try to try to put up a house and it could be the most beautiful mansion ever. But if the foundation is crummy, well, guess what? The house is going to lean and one part's going to sag. And then over time, there's going to develop cracks. And then those cracks are going to get bigger. And then sections of the house are going to fall over. Right now, sections of your house might be falling over. And so don't try to just, you know, tape up the walls and call a roofer. That's what you do. Your house is falling over and you call a roofer to come and fix the cracks. That's not what it is. You got to go to the foundation. And that's what my work is. And so, you know, we talk about principles, we talk about mindset, we talk about your beliefs, talk about your values, all of that stuff we address. And I'll let you know, the work that I do is not life hacks, not at all. It's not about just going and building a bunch of habits. I'm not going to tell you to just affirm yourself obsessively or meditate for hours in a day and you're going to be able to make a shift. Like that stuff comes, but that's down the line. That's, that's definitely not what we talk about in the beginning. And the work that I do is certainly not a quick fix. There is no 12-week program that's going to get you exactly where you want to be. Not at all. I'm six years into this work on myself and I'm constantly uncovering new things and I'm constantly seeing areas for my own improvement. But you know what? I've learned to love it. I love it. It's just the experience of it all. I love it. And, you know, the, the program and the, the strategies and all that stuff, the process that, that I share with my clients and I share on the blueprint, it's helped create transformation for so many different types of people from CEOs to, to working moms and serial entrepreneurs and college students and, and real estate agents and musicians and therapists and doctors and so many different types of people have had incredible impact in their lives from the work that I do. And so I only work with a handful of people at a time. That's because I really pour myself into you. You know, I want to give you as much as I can while staying balanced to myself. That's a big part of of my work. It's like I got to walk the walk if I'm going to turn around and talk the talk. So I love working one-on-one with people and I love seeing if, if folks are a great fit. You know, so hit me up. Well, we can talk to see if you think, if you want to know if you're a good fit for the coaching program or even for the blueprint course. And uh, if you want to get on a call with me, we can do that. Just jump over to matthewbivens.com slash coaching and fill out the application. And then from there, we can set up a call and we could talk. I would love to talk. Or you can just, you can just uh, DM me on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. And uh, we can also connect that way. Because I know some folks are more social media than going to the website. And that's all cool. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Two slots open. I'm complete there. Let's get into this conversation about, it's about others. This is about things happening with other people in your life, in relationships, and all sorts of really, really cool stuff like that. So once again, the questions I'm going to address today came from you. You all submitted these when I asked you, what's on your mind? What do you want me to dig into? Where are your biggest challenges? And I've got three today. Got one from Sammy, got one from Melissa, and, oh, you know what? I didn't get the name here. We're going to say SC. SC. And so Sammy, Melissa, and SC have submitted three topics or three questions, and uh, we're going to dig into them. So let me get some water first because I've, I've been talking real fast and real loud. So one second. All right, let's do this thing. The first one we're going to talk about, let's see. 
we're going to dig into Sammy. All right, so Sammy wanted me to do a, and this is a, a topic and not a question, uh, but Sammy says, a podcast about toxic people in your inner circle that you really love and care about. Mm. So right now, wherever you are, in your mind, do a little mental raise of the hand if you currently have toxic people in your inner circle. Folks in your inner circle that you would consider toxic, raise your hand in your mind right now. What the hell are you doing, people? Sammy, what are you doing? Why would you want toxic people in your inner circle? Yeah, I'm going to get pretty real right now. Because listen up, your inner circle, your inner circle of people, friends, whatever you want to call them, you choose who is there. You do. Sammy, you choose your inner circle. Nobody else. So why are you choosing folks that are bringing that toxic energy? That's, you know what? This is such a great topic because so many people have this. You have these people in your life that you are deciding belong in your inner circle. Yet, you are very clear that they don't help you to become a better version of yourself. Or they, in Sammy's, in Sammy's words, they, they are toxic. There's something about them that is poisonous. That's what you're saying when you're saying toxic people. Maybe it's their conversation. Maybe it's their opinions. Maybe it's their habits. Whatever it is, something about them you are calling toxic. It isn't serving you. It isn't healing you. But for some reason, you've put them in your inner circle. And I love, Sammy, that you said the word inner circle. Because that's part of the things that I actually do in my program with clients that I did with myself. It was to set standards for your inner circle. What this tells me, Sammy, is you don't have standards for your inner circle. Or those inner circle standards are incredibly low. In order for you to allow toxic people into your inner circle, you either don't have those standards or they're just super low so that any person could just step over. And now here's what happens a lot of the time. We put people in our inner circle out of default. They just go there because they're your childhood friend. You've known them for a long time. Or maybe you went to college together. You shared some memorable experiences. Or maybe they're your family. But guess what? You get to choose. Sammy, you choose who's in your inner circle. People do not get there by default. Childhood friends and family don't get to be in your inner circle simply because you have history with them and you share DNA with them. Fuck that. Fuck that. You know, you tune into this show because you want to learn how to have it all, an abundant, loving life. In order to truly experience abundance and love in all areas of your life, guess what? You got to be intentional. It doesn't happen by accident. Intentional means done on purpose. So if you're being intentional about who sits next to you in life, about your inner circle, the only reason that you choose toxic people Again, if you're being intentional, the only reason why you would choose toxic people to be in your inner circle is if you feel like you deserve toxicity in your life. Now, that's what you should explore, Sammy. That's where I would explore. Why do you feel that you deserve to have toxic energy around you? Why do you feel that you don't deserve to have empowering people, uplifting people, healing, supportive people and energy around you exclusively? Not just here and there, but exclusively. This is your inner circle. These people have some of the most influential relationships. 
Like they have, they have so much influence over you. And I, and I say, I don't say exclusively because your sexually intimate relationship, the person that you or the person or people that you're sharing your bed with, those folks have an incredible amount of influence on you. The influence there between the energy exchange and all of that is incredibly high. And next to that is your inner circle. Because think about it, your inner circle, those are the people that you're spending a lot of your time with, you're giving your love to, you're, you're spending your energy with, you're in proximity with perhaps. Maybe you're on the phone with them. They could be across the country, but you spend a lot of time on the phone. You're texting them all the time. Like you're constantly around that energy. You give them your energy, your time, your resources, your love. That's what it means to be within your inner circle. And so, yeah, they are very, very influential. So you don't want a toxic person in your inner circle. So it means that you got to step up your standards, Sammy. Or maybe you develop standards in the first place. That might be where to start. You just need to develop some standards. What does it mean for somebody to be able to sit next to me in this most intimate way in part of my inner circle? Like you've heard the, the phrase, you know, you become the five people that you're, that, that you're around the most. Like we all get that. Like we, we hear it. Or here's the thing. We hear it and we understand the words, but we don't really get it. It's what happens. And we've all experienced that toxic person or the toxic environment. Like we know what that feels like, yet for some reason it just goes right over our heads or just goes in one ear and out the other when it comes down to actually choosing to not place yourself in toxic environments, not surround yourself with toxic people. And so one way, one tool that can help is to set some standards. So a place to start, Sammy, I'll give you a place to start. And everybody else who has toxic people in your inner circle, like, (laughs) I just got to say that phrase right there, toxic people in your inner circle. I want to eliminate that from everyone's mind. Like, I want that to not even be something that that you could say because of how intentional you've been with crafting your life with crafting your standards, with getting clear on your values, with knowing what you're playing for, that you would never say something like, I got toxic people in my inner circle. I want, that's, that's one of my goals is to like totally eliminate that from everybody that listens to this podcast. And the way you can do that is by setting some standards. So think about it. What sort of criteria, like what's the bar? You're setting a bar. In order for a person to be in your inner circle, they have to be able to rise above the bar. So what is the bar? How do they need to be showing up emotionally in life? How about mentally? How about spiritually? How about physically? How about their relationship towards money? How about their relationship towards sex and their maturity around sex? Think about all of those things. How do you want those people to be showing up? And set your bar. And then once you set your bar, Sammy, you got to hold it. Part of the reason why you're letting toxic people into your life is because you feel you deserve it. One of the most powerful ways to love yourself and to love on yourself and to step up your self-love game is to set standards and then to hold them. Holding a standard looks like, hey, in order to be part of my inner circle, you've got to meet this criteria and you don't, so therefore you're not part of my inner circle may not be something that you say to a person outright, but you know the next time that person invites you to go do something, you're like, you know what? That's just toxic energy. I'm not going to place myself around that. And you hold your standard. 
That's how you step your game up here, Sammy. And for everybody else out there who's got toxic people in your inner circle, you just got to raise that bar. The bar is super low right now. So toxic people can step right over your bar and come right in your inner circle. All you got to do is raise your bar and hold it. And guess what? If you currently have family in your inner circle and, and friends and people, like you said, what did you say exactly, Sam? You said people that you really love and care about. If they're currently in your inner circle and you raise your standard and now they no longer meet that, that standard, they're probably going to be a little annoyed that they're no longer in your inner circle. And what does that mean? When they're no longer in your inner circle, that means they don't get to, get to experience the benefits of being in your inner circle. Maybe one of the benefits of being in your inner circle is that you'll spend three hours a week on the phone with them. And now you've raised the bar and you've said only people in my inner circle will, I will spend three hours on the, a week on the phone with because you realize how influential that time and energy is. So you say, okay, you're not in my inner circle, so you get 30 minutes. And when you give that person only 30 minutes, they're going to be pissed because you used to give them three hours and now something's changed. Now you only give them 30 minutes of your time. And guess what? That's okay. They can be mad. That's okay. Because Sammy, this is about you. This is about you having those standards for yourself and you loving on yourself and you honoring yourself. And guess what? Over time, they come to see that you've now set and held a standard. And guess what? They might be inspired by that. They might want to step their game up so that they can become part of your inner circle. And so it's really important that you don't start this internal conversation that if it's a person that you love and care about and they're no longer in your inner circle, that, that, that you know, now you've shunned them. That's not what this is about. This is about understanding that everything is energy. Everything is energy, Sammy. And that, those, that person's energy their thoughts, their word choices, their opinions, like their overall, overall vibe, that is all having an impact on you. And so now you just got to become selective about when you interact with them, where you interact with them. That's it. And then they get to choose. They get to choose if they want to live up to your standard now. Right? You aren't making any decisions for them. You're simply saying, hey, here's the new bar. I would love for you to be a part of my inner circle. Here's the criteria. You got to meet it. That's it. And then they get to go about making their choice. So, Sammy, that's, that's my response to, to, your, uh, to, to your, your topic idea. And it's, I'm so grateful that you put it out there. Because listen, I've had toxic people in my inner circle. And that was before I was even aware of the idea of an inner circle. And I had no idea of like the standards or anything like that. It was just, hey, if we got history together, or hey, you're my neighbor, or hey, you're, you know, my girlfriend, you're part of my inner circle, even though all those people might be bringing tons of toxicity into your life. Yeah. So thanks so much, Sammy. That was awesome. And the next one comes from Melissa. And this one is kind of similar. So that's why I paired these two up. Um, Melissa wanted me to do an episode about tuning out the negative noise from friends and family when I'm trying to stay in the light. I have been working on switching subjects and not participating in it, but sometimes still get sucked in. It's especially challenging working in an open floor plan. So, I get it, Melissa. I get it, Melissa. You know, the negative noise from friends and family. Yeah. And you're playing to stay in the light. You're playing for whatever it is that you're playing for in life. 
is is headed towards the light. And you're saying that these folks are pulling you in the other direction. And so you're having a hard time tuning it out, you know, and they, it seems like they want to come to you with these conversations. They want to bring that energy towards you and you want to try to, you try to switch topics and you don't want to engage, but sometimes you do engage. And so I go right back to the conversation with Sammy. It's like, why are these people so close to you? How come they get an opportunity to spend so much time with you? Like, why are you spending so much time with the negative noise people? Why? You get to choose. You get to choose, Melissa. You get to choose your environments. You get to choose the people that you hang around. For the most part, if I go to the grocery store, you know, I don't necessarily get to choose who's at the produce aisle when I walk through. But if I want to invite that person to go and grab coffee with me, that's something I get to choose. You know what I'm saying? And I get to choose to go to that grocery store. I could choose a different grocery store. So stop thinking that you're just stuck with certain people, even if it's your family. Right, Melissa, you wrote tuning out the negative noise from friends and family. A lot of times we feel like we're just stuck with family. I got no choice. As long as you believe that, you will continue to experience what you're experiencing. That's victim mentality right there. You always have choice. You always have choice. If something's going down in your household or wherever you're at, you know what? Move. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you, like, here's the thing. We have to start valuing ourselves to a higher degree that we're just not going to tolerate that stuff. If you tolerate it, people are going to continue just dishing it out. If you accept toxicity, people are going to give you toxicity. If you accept negative noise, people are going to give that to you. Once you stop accepting it, you won't receive it anymore. That's just what it is. So you got to stop accepting it. And so sometimes it's like, okay, maybe I need to move. Maybe I need to, to spend less time with these friends. Maybe I need to not go over to my family's house every weekend because that's what I'm used to. But every time I step in the door, it's just full of negative noise. So maybe I got to stop doing that. Yeah. But here's what happens, Melissa. And this is why it's hard with a lot of people. Because we have attachments. We have attachments. You're so attached to, to your, you know, the, the, your parents, for example, like the attachment is so strong that you feel like you need to go and do this and spend your time around them and give them everything that, that, you know, give them whatever it is that you feel like you need to give them. And so you're like, I'm just, I got to go and endure this negative noise, knowing full well that it's not serving you. It's not empowering you. It's not healing you. It's toxic. In your words, Melissa, it's negative. So explore those attachments. You know? Yeah, and, and and like with Sammy, another question, like why aren't you, why don't you feel like your health is worth it? Because if this is the question you're asking me, you've probably had this conversation in your mind 10,000 times. So it's impacting your health, the negative noise, impacting your health. And I know it's impacting your health because you said sometimes you get sucked in. And I imagine when you've been sucked into one of those conversations with one of those people, you don't feel great. <laughs> You don't feel great. And guess what? You probably don't win either. Because you know what? They're, they're, they're better at it than you are. They're better at the drama and the complaining and the gossiping and the blaming and the victim talk. They're better at it than you are. So whenever you step into one of those conversations, like if you go toe-to-toe with a master victim, you're going to lose. Unless you're a master victim yourself. Then you might win. 
But I know you're not. If you're on, if you listen to this podcast, if you're tuning into these messages, you're not a master victim. But if you're spending a lot of time around people who are adopting a victim mentality, people who are adopting a scarce-minded mentality, then guess what? It is rubbing off on you. You don't even have to believe me, and that's fine. It is rubbing off on you. Those people that you hang out with, that you spend your time with, that you, that you even sit next to, all of them, their entire essence, everything that makes up who they are is rubbing off on you in some way. The great things and the not so great things. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Melissa, if you want to, instead of trying to tune out the negative noise, remove yourself from the environment. Like, if I brought you to a concert, I was like, yo, Melissa, come with me. We're going to go to this concert. And you walked in the door, and it was just loud, 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 screaming, loud, just crazy loud music, and your ears were hurting, and they started bleeding. I wouldn't expect you to stay there. I expect for you to leave, to get out of the noise. But right now, Melissa, you're hanging out in the noise and you're asking me, how do I tune it out? I'm not going to tell you how to tune out the noise. I'm going to tell you, leave the noise. That's what you do. You leave the noise and you go get into an environment that where there isn't noise, where there's music, where the energy in that environment and the conversations in that environment, they feed you and they nourish you and they heal you and they make you think and they make you grow. That's what you want to get into, Melissa. So don't, don't, you know, and this is a great example of making sure that we're asking the right types of questions, or I won't even use right. Make sure we're aware of the types of answers we're going to get from the questions that we're asking, right? Because Melissa, if I just answered your question straight up, you know, tune out the negative noise, I might say, well, you know, it sounds like you're doing everything you can, right? You're trying to, to, to switch subjects and not participate in it. I would just try harder. Or here's a few extra tactics. Maybe try saying this. Maybe deflect it this way. Or maybe always carry your phone with you and have an audiobook on your phone. So whenever that they come at you with the noise, you just put your headphones in and there you go. But if we really can examine, you know, if you look at the question, maybe you want to ask a different question. Why do I feel like I deserve this type of noise and energy in my life? That question will get you a very different answer. And that answer is going to send you down a different path of action. So yeah, why do you feel like you deserve that? You know? If you were to envision the type of person that you want to be, 
that you truly would love to be in your life, would that person accept the negative noise from friends and family? Probably not. So if you're truly playing to be that person, then guess what? You got to be that person. And so my advice to you is step out of that environment. If you don't like the noise of the concert, leave. And I know they're friends and I know they're family. And you're supposed to do what your family wants you to do and all that stuff. And a lot of people have that perspective and have that belief. You won't hear me give you that belief at all because I'm not family-centered. I play for being principally centered in my life. I talked about it a lot on this show because family-centered gets you a lot of what you might be experiencing. You know, you have family at the center of your world. And so the way that family goes, they go left, you go left. They go right, you go right. They can spew all the negativity in the world, but if you're family-centered, you feel like you have an obligation to them. As long as you feel like you have that obligation, then you don't feel like you can truly choose for yourself. Your, your choices always have to include what's best for the family. And I get that. And you know what? That's confronting to a lot of people, and a lot of folks may not agree with it. And that's, that's totally cool. Because I have seen that as I have become principally centered and let go of being family centered, I've gotten closer with my family. Because now I can accept my family for who they are. I don't have to try to change them. I don't have to try to tell them you've got negative noise. I'm going to help you turn it into positive noise. No, I understand that I will take experiencing my family in little doses. That's what it is. And I get to love them fully when I'm around them. And we get to have so much more fun. And my relationships have gone through the roof with my sisters and my mom and my dad because I don't try to change them. Because in the past, when I was family-centered, it was all about, okay, well, let's, let's make this better. Let's change this. Let's do that. You're, you know, you're a, 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 an XYZ type of person. Let's change you to a one, two, three type of person. Let's make the, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it was about. There was no acceptance there. There was no unconditional love. So that might be an area of opportunity for you, Melissa. So be asking yourself, why do you feel like you deserve that negative noise? Ask yourself, what is truly at the center of your world? Is it family? Is it friends? A lot of people end up being family, friends, spouse, money. Those are a lot of centers for people. Rather than principles, principles are unwavering. Principles, those are universal truths. Those are things that are grounded and solid. You can always count on principles. Family, you know, family are people. Like, they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to have emotional swings, left, right, all that stuff. So instead of trying to tune out the negative noise, Melissa, I would look at moving to a different environment, stepping your standards game up, just like with Sammy. Set those standards and hold them and recognize that just because you have inner circle standards doesn't mean that your family and friends automatically get to be in them. They got to show up powerfully and they get to choose. Everybody gets a choice here. They get to choose who they want to be and how they want to show up. And you're going to love them regardless. That's the key. You're going to love them no matter what. Because now you're truly loving yourself when you're setting and holding those standards. So that is my feedback to you, Melissa. Thank you so much for your email and your note. I love it. And finally, this one is a tone shift. Now we're talking about marriage. 
Yeah, we're talking about coming together, you coming together with another person and creating something awesome. So this one comes from SC and it's short and simple. What things should we review before we get married? I love it. This is cool. Like This is some intentional stuff that uh, definitely gets me going. You know, like we're about to get married. So what are the things that we should review? What should we think about? What should we be working on before we make this marriage agreement? And it's cool because like I said, being proactive is one of the ways that you can have it all, an abundant loving life. So this one uh, is relevant to me recently. I I just had a, um, working with a client who recently got married. And so over the past, boy, I don't know, eight, nine months, um, we've been talking about this type of thing. Like, okay, you're preparing for your marriage. So what are the things that you want to be doing? Now, what I will do for you, SC, because I'm not going to, say like, I'm a marriage counselor or I'm a blah, blah, blah around marriage because I'm not. But I am very clear as to what has transformed my life and transformed my marriage. And I'm very clear on the things that I've shared with clients and folks I've worked with that have transformed their relationships. And so what I'm going to share with you are the things that I have done for myself. So I just want to put that out there. Now, When Sarah and I came together before we got married, one of the things that we were both very committed to was working on ourselves relentlessly. Working on ourselves as individuals. And so that's the first thing I'm going to share with you, SC. It's about ensuring that you are doing what you need so that you can be the most powerful version of yourself. Because you want to bring the best version of you into this marriage. And the hope and the goal is that they are also working on themselves relentlessly so that they can bring the best version of themselves into the marriage so that the two of you can be the greatest versions of of yourselves independently so that when you come together, you synergize like fucking superheroes and you just go and you do all the amazing things that you want to do in life. But it only works if both people are just so committed to their own greatness. Because if one person is and one person isn't, well, now you got a partner and a project. And that right there, you aren't going to win championships with a partner and a project. That's a great analogy. Like NBA is going on right now. And so you know the team that is going to win the championship, whatever team that that ultimately wins, like they've got champion players. Everybody on that roster is a champion player, especially those people who are starting. They are all champion players but they're individually great. Like their individual greatness, when you combine them together, it forms a championship team and they go on and they win rings. So for you, SC, make sure that you are individually great. So work on yourself. That's what, I, that's what Sarah and I did. We just worked on ourselves. And then we supported one another in being the greatest version of, our, of themselves. Unconditionally, like Whatever Sarah wanted to do, whatever she wanted to experience, whatever felt, whatever her higher self felt like it needed to just experience life fully and, and be great, it, I'm like, I'm down. I'm going to support you in that. Because I know, I know, SC, that when Sarah is filled up and she's fully, like her love tank is all filled up, she is a much more, she's a much better wife. She's, she's so dope when she's like on fire in her life. And the same is for me. Like I'm such a better husband when I've been working on myself 
and I've been doing the things that I need to feel fulfilled and excited and happy for myself. Because then when we come together, it's like, boom, championships. So working on yourself and supporting them and doing their thing and working on them, their own, you know, themselves. And so one of the things that, that we did and that I share with my clients is what I call the seven guidelines. This is a way that you can work on yourself and get clear about what you're playing for. The seven guidelines are your values. What are those things that are most important to you? Your gifts, talents, and passions. Those things that you're just really great at and the things that really fire you up. The third guideline is about your environments and your abundance mentality. You know, how do you want to influence those environments that you step into? And, and, and how do you view abundance and have key areas? You know, think about it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, financially, socially. How do you view abundance? The fourth guideline is your mission statement. What is your personal mission statement? That thing that you're playing for in this season of your life. The fifth guideline has to do with your standards for your outer circle, your outer circle relationships. Those are your acquaintances, your your general friendships. The sixth guideline is your inner circle relationships. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? (laughs) Your inner circle relationships. What are your standards around those relationships? And then the seventh guideline are your sexually intimate relationships. What are your standards around the people that you share your bed with? So getting clear on your seven guidelines Like that's something that like now I know what I'm playing for. And when your partner is clear on theirs, you know what they're playing for as well and you can support them. So I'll be thinking about that. There are habits that Sarah and I started working on before we got married, you know, and one of the biggest ones was a regular date night. It sounds so simple, but you know what? As you get married and and maybe you want to have kids and maybe you want to do different things in life, like... Like, so with the Doing It at Home podcast, Sarah and I interview parents, and we've interviewed hundreds of them for that show. And I actually just met with a friend of mine recently and talked to her, and she's like, I haven't had a date with my husband and baby daddy in a year. I hear that so often. It's like after you get married, that's one of the first things to go, those regular dates that maybe you were enjoying before you got married. So Sarah and I just kept that up, regular date night, regular date night. We went from one night a week, we went to two at a point in time where we were doing like a a midday lunch date. And currently we're at one date night a week, either Friday night or Saturday night is date night, it's on. And it is awesome. And we've been doing that ever since we got married. We did that when we had Maya, the date nights did not go away once we got kiddo. That's when we stepped it up because we knew like it's so easy to just let go of all those things that had been working as soon as you take on new responsibility, that's what happens. So build some of those quality time habits right now, SC. You know, be making time for those date nights. Time where you put the cell phones away and you just engage with one another. Time for real, open, honest, raw conversations. That's another thing that we did. We really practiced having honest and open conversations. And let me, get, let me tell you this, it took work. It took work because I was not a transparent person. I was not a transparent person at all. You know, the, the, the guy that you hear on the podcast right now is very different from, from me from 10 years ago. I actually uh, posted this on Instagram to, this morning. I'm going to pull it out real quick. Let's see. I thought it was great. It was something I found on another person's profile and I reposted it. It says, if you know me based on who I was a year ago, even four months ago, 
You don't know me. My growth game is stupid strong. Allow me to reintroduce myself. And that's that's how I feel. Like there's so many things that it's just my growth game is strong. So communication, communication was so big for for us. And it was really big for me because I had a lot of secrets. I had a lot of things that I wanted to keep hidden. And so we really worked on open, honest, transparent communication. And one of the other things that we worked on SC was no secrets. No secrets. Like, let's put all the stuff out there. And let's talk about the things that we've not been wanting to talk about. And that, was, that really was, was, was me. You know, Sarah was very open and transparent, but I had some secrets. And so I worked on that. And I worked on sharing and opening myself up. We also did our love languages. That's a great thing for you all to do. Get clear on what your love language is. So you can go to five love languages. I think you just, you just Google it, find their website, and there's a quiz. You can take the love language quiz, and you can know how you like to be loved. Because there's five different love languages, five different ways in which you enjoy being loved on. And a lot of times, your number one love language is not your partner's number one love language. And that's fine. They don't need to sync up. I don't know any partners where they, where they sync up perfectly. What is important, though, is knowing what your partner's love language is. Because if my love language is physical touch and my partner's love language is quality time and all I'm trying to do is speak my language and I'm just touching on her and all she's trying to do is speak her language and she just wants to spend time together, well, then neither of us is going to feel like the other one really cares and neither of us is going to feel appreciated because I'm doing all this stuff and it's not being received. So SC, you can just do your five love languages quiz and I have a whole date night template around this. Like, Go and take the quiz together and, or what was it? Go on a, yeah, before you go on a date, uh, take the quiz together so you know what your love languages are and they know what theirs is. Then go out on a nice little date, dinner or whatever, and over dinner, talk about your love languages and tell your partner specifically how they can love on you. Okay, so my number one love language is quality time. For me, quality time means that we eat dinner without a phone at least twice a week. Quality time means that we spend time out in the garden together. Quality time, you know what I mean? And like actually tell your partner what it is that, like how to speak your love languages specifically so they don't have to guess. And then when you go home, pick one and speak it and see what happens. So that's, that's an idea. That's what that's Sarah and I did. And we keep doing that. We kind of refresh our love languages about once a year. We retake the quiz and, and I, I update my, my note in my phone where my love languages are so that I know what, what her current one is. Um, other things that we did, SC, and I'm just tossing a bunch of stuff at you. Um, some of these you might be inspired by, others you may not be interested in, but I'm just going to share them with you. We created a family vision board. We got really clear on what we wanted to create together, right? Because our mission statement and our values and all that stuff... That's, that helps to, gr- to create clarity about what we want to create as individuals. But now a vision board, a family vision board, that's cre- clarity about what we want to create together. And so we sat down and we got magazines and glue sticks. Like I literally went to the store and I got glue sticks. I haven't used glue sticks since grade school. So it was cool. I busted out the glue sticks and we put together a vision board. And it was really fun to visualize and imagine like the kids that we were going to have. We had a picture on there of a little girl. And guess what? I got a little girl who two seconds ago was trying to come into the office. She's like trying to open the door. And that was part of our vision. So get clear on what you want to create with your family, with your travel, with your home, 
with your finances, with your health. Get clear on all that. Uh, we also had many conversations with our coaches and our mentors, just just talking to them and and you know about some specific things. Like your question, SC, was pretty broad. What sh- what things should we review? So I'm I'm sharing with you a bunch of things. But uh, with my coach and, and mentors, it was like specific things that we would talk about. And so have those conversations with people who can help guide you. Um, we also recognized some areas of weakness that we had, areas of opportunity. And for us, it was our finances. Like uh, just wanting, just, just both of us growing in, in our maturity around finances, in you know, how we handled our finances. So knowing that that was a thing with Sarah and a thing with me, it's like, okay, that's an area that we really are going to need to be very intentional about working on because sometimes you complement each other. You know what I mean? One person is great at one thing and that's something that the other person may not be so great at. But for us, it was like, oh, these are our collective areas of opportunity as a couple. So recognize what they are and then work at them. And I made a list and... uh I think that's it. Um, oh, there's a book. So uh, my client who recently got married, she was reading this book with her her now husband called Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married. And it's by Gary Chapman. And he's the guy who did Five Love Languages. So I read and really liked Five Love Languages. So you could read that book. And then you could also read Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married. And um, you know what, SC? Just asking these types of questions, it, it that that says a lot as well. So keep asking the questions. You know, you're curious and I, I get the sense that you want to be proactive to just create the most badass union you possibly can. And, uh, you know, the last thing I'll say is that it's really, really key, I believe, to understand that, you know, you cannot make your partner happy. And that's not your job. Your job is not to make them happy. Your job is not to make them feel fulfilled. Your job is not to, to, to do any of that stuff. Because you can't control that. You can't. The only thing that you can control is, is yourself and how you show up, right? And so I, am, I'm a, I, I truly believe and always advocate for making sure that you, know, you are being the most powerful, loving, humble, you know, joyful, grateful, peaceful version of yourself that you possibly can be because then you're bringing your best you into the relationship. And really letting go of this belief that, you know, you are responsible for your partner's happiness because you aren't. You cannot make your partner feel happy. You, no, matter what you, 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 no matter what you do, if your partner doesn't feel fulfilled, it doesn't matter what you say to them or what you give them or where you take them. If they don't feel fulfilled in their life and they don't want to feel fulfilled, guess what? They aren't going to feel fulfilled. You can't control that. And that to me has been a huge lesson because I was very, very dependent in previous relationships. I 100% felt like it was my duty to make sure that they were happy. And it was just a risky game to play. And so now I'm clear, your happiness, that's on you. And I am here to support you as much as I possibly can in your experience of being happy and joyful and fulfilled and all of that. And I want to support you and I'll do whatever I can to support you 100% of the time. But I do not accept responsibility for your happiness. I know that I can add to you, like I can I can deposit into your tank. I can make you laugh, you know? I can give you my hugs and my love and all of that. But if 
you feel like in your core that you aren't loved or lovable, there's not much I can do for that. And so that to me, SC is a big thing to really understand and uh, really connect with and just go about just being the most powerful, awesome version of yourself that you possibly can and bring that into your relationship and constantly bring it back, you know, because it, I really do believe that it's like you got these, these champion caliber players that come together and when the two of you sync up, like now, when both of you are operating at a powerful high level, you know, and you're really working on yourselves and you're just bringing your greatest version of yourself to the, to the relationship, then you can go and win championships. And that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Quite frankly, it's a lot of fun. So great question, SC. I really appreciate you reaching out and uh, it was cool that we could end on this note because I know the first two ones, it was like, it was a little bit of like, like, like real feedback, you know, about toxic people and, and negative noise and all that stuff. So this episode was cool. We kind of went full spectrum with it and, you know, it's just important for everybody to understand that like other people, you know, they play a big part in our lives. They absolutely do. You know, we don't do anything alone. And so being really aware of the influence others have on us, the influence that we have on other people, and all of that is, is very, very important. So if nothing else, just get from this episode that, you know, let's just tune in. Let's be aware of our choice and everything, how we're choosing and how we're showing up. And uh, let's just get to being proactive and, and being powerful and loving on ourselves so that we can truly love and support other people the way that we want to. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate you all. If uh, you've got a topic suggestion, hit me up, Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram and mattcbivens at gmail.com. If you, uh, you want you know, you me to talk about something specific, I would love to do that. In my next episode, I'm going to talk about life. So I've got some listener requests that are all about life. We started with self, today was others, and the next one's going to be life. Soul, S-O-L. And uh, I'm excited about that one. And also, if, if something stirred within you when I was talking about my coaching program and my course, and you don't really know what stirred, but you want to you wanna lean into that feeling, then let's talk. I'm honest. Like, honestly, let's, let's talk. We'll jump on the phone, you and I. It's not going to be, you know, someone from my team or anything like that. Like, you will talk to me. And we'll see if, if coaching is a, is a fit for you or if the Blueprint course is the right fit for you. Um, or we'll just talk. You know, we'll just talk for a little bit. So you can go to matthewbivens.com slash coaching. And that's where you can fill out the coaching application. And then once you submit the application, I'll shoot you a note and I'll give you a link to my calendar and we'll get something on the schedule. And I'm serious about it. Let's connect. And really, if you felt anything when I was talking about my coaching program and moving from IOU, imbalanced, overstressed, and uninspired to truly having it all, you know what? It's like the time is now. You know what I mean? Like honoring that feeling within you is so, so important. That's honoring yourself. That's honoring, honoring your higher self. That, that's a form of self-love right there. So lean into it, even if it feels scary. I got a lot of people who've reached out and been like, I'm, I've been terrified to do this, but you know what? It's about time that I do something different because I've realized that all the things that I have done have gotten me to the space I am now. In order for me to get to the, the space I really want to be, I got to do something different. I got to shake things up. I got to look at life in a different way. And it's very hard to do that solo. I'm just saying that from my experience. So if that's you right now, matthewbivens.com slash coaching. 
fill that application out and let's get on a call together and we'll, we'll, we'll connect. All right. Once again, thank you all for tuning in today. You all are amazing. I love you. I love these conversations. I love all of this so much. My name is Matthew Bivens and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.